Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head on over to BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. You'll get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag. On this episode of Hashtag Lakers Podcast, we cover the first two preseason games, what the Lakers will do with Ariza out for eight weeks, and will Frank Vogel start 80 at the five? Yo, what's up and welcome to the Hashtag Lakers podcast presented by betonline.ag. I'm Yo Legazzo. I'm joined by my brother John Webb and we also have McKay Westbrook on. So Lakers played two preseason games so far. We lost both of them. So I want to get your reactions to these first two preseason games. I, I didn't really expect a whole lot coming into the preseason. I knew our intentions yes were... you did you wanted yeah. them to win <laughs> yeah i mean of course you always want to see the lakers come out and, and get a win and be immediately dominant but um i mean i take the the preseason games for what they are they're they're basically exhibition games they're games where the new guys are going to go out and try and earn minutes and and uh prove themselves you know some of these new people on the on the roster we want to see what they're all about people like austin reeves um, who I, I've actually been very impressed with, um, with his ability to play, make, um, score from, you know, he's got range, uh, score from deep. He's a very good defensive player from what I've seen so far. Um, so I think he's, he's very promising. So I, I think even though that we, we've come out and we've lost these first two games, um, that's not really the important thing about preseason games. Um, we're we're gathering info. Um, Malik Monk has been absolutely incredible and has impressed me. Um, I think he's going to end up playing uh, a much larger role on this Lakers squad than I initially thought. Um, if he can continue to to stay consistent, let's go. Let's go back to 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 Reeves, McKay. I don't know, John, if you have any comments on Reeves because I want to kind of touch on him. But what about what about you, John? Do you have any comments on Reeves? I mean, it's what we said about Reeves. You know, the the hustle and the effort are there, and you know he's going to do his thing. He's going to be natural and instinctive on the ball. Um, someone who's actually impressed me is um, Shondi Brown. You know, I think he's really making a case of, you know, picking up a roster spot. Uh, well, at least a two-way roster spot, right? Like, he's he's doing really well. And, uh, yeah, I'm just excited to get more data, as McKay was saying, on this team. Yeah, I think I think for sure, I think on your point on Shondi Brown, I think he is out of the training camp invites, right? I think that he has been the most consistent and the most uh, impressive for that two-way spot that's been missing after, you know, obviously we got Hillbilly 
Kobe now on the 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 roster as the 14th spot. Uh, going back to him, I, McKay, you were talking about his defense. I thought uh, his just his defensive IQ. I know he was on our pod and he was talking about IQ. Um, and and you know you just it was just displayed uh, whenever he was out there. I th- one one example of that obviously was when against the Nets. Um, he just had good defense on uh at this one one position it might have been uh i don't remember who it was honestly but it was a player on the nets and he was he was trying to to he was penetrating to the rim right and it was a one-on-one situation and just you you saw his iq reeves um his iq in terms of positioning sort of the understanding the anticipation uh of uh of all of that the quickness and his footwork right to get in front of his man and and you know what what led to that was a steal and and you know it kind of reminded me of caruso it kind of reminded me of that one time kuzma did the same thing to someone named Kawhi leonard um so i i just thought that uh just great defensive iq for 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 austin but um cut you off mckay and uh why don't you go continue all good um yeah i mean i i think that kind of pointed out in my mind um more specifically what it was that i saw in him and it was quickness um overall quickness in his decision making and his ability to do things um he was very quickly able to see the court and make plays there was one play where he um was able to look up ahead on on a fast break very quickly and and throw the ball over to to malik monk for a quick dunk um on his pull-up three in that in that nets game he was he did it confidently and he did it quickly. You know, he didn't show any kind of hesitation. So those things are, are very, um, you know, good check marks, um, good things to see early on, on with him. Um, I think that was one of the things that uh, helped Caruso to fit in quickly and to, to be noticed is he came in confident. He came in like he knew what he was doing and um, he fit. I, I feel like Austin Reeves is one of those guys that fits. Um, so we'll see what kind of playing time he, he ends up getting um, here as a rookie with so much talent around him. But I think he can absolutely be a solid contributor come um, sometime here in the future. Yeah, he's definitely making all the right moves, right? His recognition um, and the effort. Like Austin, sometimes you could tell what he's thinking. And he does it. It doesn't always work out, right? But as a coach, man, you you gotta love the effort and actually seeing the whole floor. He recognizes it, even though it doesn't um, generate into a steal or or a actual stat. You could tell he's in the right position, and that's key. That's key if you're going to be a role player on this team. Yeah, man. I I I think I think he's gonna. I don't know how many minutes he's gonna have during the regular season, but I I suspect that with Ariza out, and we'll talk more about this, that he might get some more minutes there. Um, but uh, I want to, McKay. You you talked a little bit about Malik Monk. Um, you keep calling him Malik, and it just it's funny because that's from Kotor. Right, Malik from Kotor. Yeah. Kotor. Yeah, I, I, I can't help it. I, can't help it. <laughs> I know. I know, dude. I get the same. I do the same thing, man. Like I'm like, oh, Malik, dude. That's that that guy. 
But um, going back to, to Malik Muck, these last two games, he's uh, racked up 33 points, 13 from 23 uh, shooting, 7 from thir- seven of 13 from three-pointers in just 42 minutes. I think, I mean, I, I don't know about you, but he, uh, he I don't know, man. He, like, he, he can be a starter if he wasn't on this team, obviously. Um, I, I don't know if he'll start. Maybe we can get into that discussion, but he just has so much in his bag. I've tweeted uh, in both games on, on this, just, just the, 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 you know, just all of the, the skill set that he has to pull up three, the, the, the knowledge of, uh, of, of, uh, of certain offensive actions, like the, the Spain pick and roll action, um, the high ball screen into a step back three kind of stuff, the catch and shoot, obviously, um, you know, the dribble handoffs, uh, the crossover. He, he did this one crossover against the Suns where he would, he faked to the left and then went right, right, like really quickly. And it was, it was a, in a blink of an eye and, um, it, you know, he caught the, the, the defender going to one side and he get to, got to the rim uh, as quick as he could. And um, great finisher. I mean, also great uh, uh, playmaker. He, he has the ability. To, there was one play where um, he uh, was setting up this pick and roll with AD. And um, it, it was just it was just beautiful to, to kind of see that and, and give AD... Um, uh, a spot, a shot, right, uh, right there, and in, in, in on the in the paint, um, where you know he's 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 comfortable taking that floater, um, and he did it over eight. And so, I just I just think that that Malik Monk, uh, Malik Monk, <laughs> I think I think he just I think he's he's great. I think he was he's been the most impressive so far uh, from from the young Lakers, um, t- uh, you know, group. Yeah, I I absolutely agree. Um, you know, he came in, he's he's already dialed in. Um, he knows what he's got to prove on to prove on such a stacked Lakers squad. Um, and he's he's coming out swinging. He wants to show what he's got in the bag. He wants to show his skill set, and I think he's done a fantastic job of that so far. I agree with you. He's been the most impressive one so far in my eyes as well over these last two games. Um, I, I look forward to, to seeing what else he's got. Um, but so far it's looking good. Snap judgment. Malik Monk is our sixth man. Agreed. He's going to be our sixth man sixth right man now. Of the year. Maybe, maybe, I mean, potentially, yeah. but r- right now he looks to be everything advertised on offense. And everything advertised on defense, which is suspect out in the perimeter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you look, listen, you can't let campaign drive past you like that every time. Um, so I hate to burst the bubble a little bit, um, but he needs to improve his defense. He can do a lot of things for us, and but reliability right now, um, you know, he's, he's grading at a, at a sort of a B for me just because of the defense. But yeah, offensively, he's he's a starter. Defensively, he's he's not. <laughs> that's I mean that's true. Like that was one of the things, the drawbacks for me, in terms of uh, all right. Can, look, Ariza's going to be out, right? So maybe Malik can start because 
he just showed so much. But I think Vogel likes his defense, right? Um, and so he just needs to clean up a little, uh, a lot of those stuff. One of one of these things that I saw was uh, just the the pick and roll defense. Uh, it, like Austin Reeves is great at doing this, um, and he does it almost all the time. So when you're defending a pick and roll or the re- defending the pick and roll pick and roll initiator, right? Um, what you have to do is you have to peel off and 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 try to to put your body on the guy um, that's 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 rolling now, right? The 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 the, the screener, but Malik for some reason doesn't do this and he just sits there i don't know i don't know what he does but he's not putting his hands up he's not putting his body to kind of contest the 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 rolling big um and you know it creates it creates havoc for the defense and and great opportunities for the offense so i i just think that uh i think that that's one area where he needs to improve and um, I think that's what's holding him back into in, that starting role. But um, yeah, he's going to get coached up. He's going to get coached up. <laughs> I think he will. And hopefully it'll happen soon where and he can he'll, he's a quick learner. Um, uh, and we'll, we'll we'll see what happens there. But right now, you're right. I think I think I agree with both of you that he's going to be that six man. Uh, what do you guys think about THT? Look, THT seems to be pushing it a bit, although you can again uh, see the flashes of brilliance, but over dribbling and watching, you know, it's, it's, it's lackluster for me. Like I, I saw him, you know, sort of explode in the third quarter, but all those mental mistakes, um, you know, kind of grade him lower for me. Yeah. I mean, um, he definitely hasn't, uh, particularly impressed, but, um, I think he's trying to figure things out right now. Um, with a lot of these guys leaving the roster from last year, he's got a, a more potentially, um, I guess, significant role that he's going to play with the Lakers. Um, should he earn those minutes, you know, and I think he's, he's trying to figure out how he can become that more significant piece and how he can um, rather than, just be one of these role players that that comes out there be a leader on this Lakers squad and you know that that takes a little bit of of getting used to and learning and and figuring things out you know he's still a very young player um his skill set is still kind of raw he's in the process of refining those skills same as as Malik Monk I think he, Malik Monk might be a little bit more refined at this point but um i mean i i'm not too worried about tht we know what he's capable of um these are those right those uh preseason games that um don't matter as much and it's the it's the right time to figure things out you know he already knows that he's got a place on the team um and he's figuring things out he's a very fast learner from what we've seen in the past and so um it's great for him to come out and make these mistakes um, use it as a learning experience. Um, I hope he can figure things out quickly and and translate good things into the regular season. Yeah, I think I think he will. But honestly, the key to that, uh, guys, is is Anthony Davis, right? Anthony Davis for me like showed flashes, but I was honestly a little disappointed. Like when when he talks about the team's offense being way behind, 
uh, I can think he's mostly talking about himself because the offensive sets we've run or are running so far hinges on AD. And it's mostly a, a uh, sort of pacing, a timing thing for him. I think we're going to have to establish where to where to slot AD, whether the four or five uh, early on in every game or against every team. So the supporting cast, you know, a la THT can play their ground game, right? So once Anthony Davis is established, I feel like all the other players will will eventually follow. Yeah, I just think for AD, I think he's still trying to get used to his bigger body. <laughs> his buffer body his, his buffer body. body his buffer body i don't know if you guys saw how dragon ball uh, super right so goku turns super saiyan god and he's like holy cow like how do i control this thing like this is this is like he's just all over the place and he can't figure it out until you know he practices it with the little with his new body a little more so i think you know maybe i'm i'm joking here but maybe that's a little bit of what 80s in god mode right now no i don't know if he's in god mode right now but he i mean i think i think it's preseason obviously and he's obviously coming off in an injury so there's a lot of factors going on there um i i i mean i i agree with you john webb that a little bit disappointed but it's preseason we've only seen him play a few times um a few quarters right and I'm, i'm sure it'll get a lot better when we see russell westbrook and lebron james on the court with him oh for sure for sure it changes the whole dynamic yeah absolutely i mean um we're we're coming off a season like you said where where he was injured um he's still getting his reps in, trying to get that consistency that rhythm back in um but you know the bright side of that for me is that um he's moving well um that he's not playing like he's injured because you know, looking back at the playoffs of last year, that that was that very well could have been what cost us a championship is that injury. Um, you know, we were beating the Phoenix Suns up until that point. Um, and if AD is looking good, he's looking healthy. I'm not worried about him, his ability to play basketball. I know he can go out there and he can ball it up. Um, I'm just worried about him continuing to to look healthy to move well and if he does that everything else is going to fall into place i completely agree i completely agree with that um and i mean i think i think all of these these preseason games when we don't see the big three on the court or you know vogel trying out that 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 big three with the with the rest of the guys you know i think you have to put a little bit of an asterisk on it and and say all right well we'll we're kind of just figuring things out right and um one of the things obviously um is is the defense that we need to i I feel like defense is one of the things that we're gonna have to work on um and that might be the theme going forward and we'll see about that but um why don't we go ahead and take a, a break here and when we come back i do want to talk a little bit about um a discussion that's been happening on lakers twitter about the starting lineup and um so particularly what people have said about that but um let's take a break so stay tuned and we'll talk to you guys soon
Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers Podcast. I'm here with John Weather and McKay. So there's this, been, there's this discussion that's been going on on, on Lakers Twitter, um, particularly on uh, what a few people have said about it. Uh, like Frank Vogel is saying that uh, he wants to keep a consistent starting lineup uh, in the regular season, and he's really just experimenting this preseason on, on, the, on that lineup. Obviously, we haven't seen LeBron and Russ yet, um, but like like we saw last week, we saw from Shams reported that uh, AD would likely start at the five with Braun, Ellington, Russ, and Ariza starting with him. It was more of a, a quote-unquote small ball lineup, right? Um, so you would think that would be it, but obviously we saw Ariza. Um, that news about Ariza, he's now out for eight weeks after an ankle procedure. Um, and... You know, I'll, I'll get back to that uh, in a little bit here. But um, there was also something said about Lakers reporter Mike Trudell. Uh, he's re- he's reported that some members of the team uh, are still preferring um, the team's sort of quote unquote big look to have eighty at the four, maybe DJ Dwight Howard at the five at center. Um, so. Um, even even on ESPN, the the you know Dave McMiniman also indicated from his discussions um, that he's also seen um, or heard that maybe sometimes you'll see eighty at the four more times than not, or uh, at the five, or, or or I guess you'll see more minutes there at the uh, him at the four. Um, so. Uh, you know, few things were said. Vogel, Vogel also said that uh, one of the drawbacks that he saw sees in AD at the five is is the is uh, the team's lack of size. Obviously, small ball, right? Um, and particularly with Trevor Reason now with that injury, and um, he says that basically how that could affect rebounding on both ends of the the floor, uh, and um, so. Um, you know, there may be a little bit more hesitancy to start 80 at the five. So anyway, there's a lot of information there, uh, a lot to pick from, and I want to talk all about it. But um, let's sort of start with how um, there seems to be already some hesitancy to, to commit to the five um, for 80 to be at the five position. Um, and with AD, with Ariza injured, right? Um, I feel like there's a lot that uh, it, this could really tilt the scales for opting to have those two big lineups where AD is at the four and we have DJ or Dwight at the five. Um, in my opinion, I think Ariza, uh, why he was there uh, in the, the starting lineup was because one of the stronger elements of his game is is rebounding, uh, defensive rebounding. I think him and Russ and LeBron would have been great uh, uh, at, getting to the basket and grabbing those uh, def- uh, those defensive rebounds to help sort of counter that weakness that Vogel was talking about um, in small ball lineups. But what do you guys think? Like, what what do you guys think um, this is, you know, a- a- Reza's injury, all this hesitancy. Do you think this is going to, are we going to see more AD at the four now? Because of this, um, what what are your what are your thoughts on on that? Uh, I I think we're absolutely going to see AD at the four a lot more. Um, you know that's the position that he likes to see or that he likes to play. 
Um, I think he, I've expressed in the past that I think he's actually better at the five um, just because he's such a skilled big man and, and there's not really a lot of people who can match up with him uh, down low. But um, we picked up both DJ and Dwight Howard who are excellent defenders and are great around the basket. Um, I, I don't think that there's a lot of reason to force AD down at the five when he doesn't enjoy it as much. And um, Frank Vogel sees it as, as a negative in some ways, Um, depending on matchups, we could see him down there. You know, if, if Dwight and DJ are getting absolutely worked, um, I could see them make that shift. But for the most part, I think it's a good move to um, push him over to the four. Uh, LeBron James, you know, he can play wherever he wants on the floor. He can slide over to the three. And I think that actually makes a a great dynamic um, in terms of being able to spread the floor. Uh, They're both buckets from from three um, along with with Wayne Ellington. And then, you know, if you if you're able to spread the floor like that, it it opens up the possibility for some of these guys who are great cutters and um, are good slashers to make it to the basket. Um, Russell Westbrook, I think he'll thrive in that kind of environment. Um, so I, I think it's, that's probably what we'll see. Um, at, at least that's what I would imagine. I think that's the reason why we went and we picked up um, both DeAndre and, and Dwight Howard. Um, and you know, with that said, that's a, an extremely skilled and an extremely um, dominant and I I just think intimidating front court. You know, you're playing potentially as starters LeBron, AD, and Dwight Howard all down low, three Hall of Famers. Um, I, you know, that's what I think would be um the lineup going forward especially with um Ariza out um but but we'll see you know come a couple months from now we could see him um pushed back up in into the lineup i think it'll have to do a lot with what our success is with that lineup yeah i have a lot of thoughts on this i mean listen what was the initial reason why we wanted 80 at the 5 right it's because Russell Westbrook and LeBron James together on the same court has an interesting dynamic. It's, you know, about what you were saying. It's about uh, spacing and which offensive actions and sets we're going to utilize. A big key to it is transition offense and pacing. So AD can run the floor better than a traditional five. He can run the floor better than Dwight Howard or DeAndre Jordan. What I see Frank envisioning are defensive stops, then outlet passes to a streaking, speedy lineup. You know, obviously, Russell Westbrook and LeBron James with their court vision um, play a role here. And, you know, just accuracy and just that feel for that type of pace. Um, So in terms of when we get into half court, right, um, I can really see us switching between our five out sets that we, we love to run and really running a lot of horns this year. Um, you know, especially strong hand handoffs where you basically have LeBron and AD filling the bottom of that V that the horns create and you got the wings, 
you mentioned it, McKay, right? Maybe Ellington, maybe Bazemore, uh, Malik Monk at the corner slots, and just Russell using those picks to navigate the floor. Or you can have LeBron running point. If we're consistently hitting those corner jumpers, this is going to be close to impossible to stop. But, you know, this isn't a surprise. We always knew that Vogel was the type of coach who who preferred a consistent lineup throughout the year and adjusting only when necessary. So I think this will change a lot, you know, maybe a little. um, Once he gauges how LeBron, AD, and Russ uh, are together on the floor. Um, It's early, but that doesn't mean that what we see so far in the preseason isn't telling. Yeah, John, I think I think you're right about uh, Vogel trying, you know, wanting to keep it consistent, and I think that he's going to opt to do the two big lineup uh, more often than not. Um, especially, like you said, with Arisa gone, I think I think it just makes sense. That's what he's always gone with, right? And and McKay, you were alluding to 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 AD not wanting to play at the five, so you know, uh, I think we might see that, right? And and that's what all of these conversations and and that's what you know, the reporters are saying might end up happening now with Ariza being injured. But um, I do see if, if they do start, you know, keep it, keep AD at the five. I do see uh, potentially Bazemore. I think Bazemore would be the best uh, uh, player to sort of replace Ariza there. He was, um, you know, aside from, from Russell Westbrook, um and and Ariza he's one of the the remaining guards one of the the best defensive rebounders um uh in the on the guard position so i think i think he just fits there to fits perfectly there to sort of mitigate that small ball weakness um that Vogel was talking about i think that um also one of the the reports that came out in practice this week was that uh, Bazemore was uh, Vogel said that Vazemore was one of the best uh, defenders on the team uh, so far. Um, so I think I think you know if they are going to do uh, a five, you know, eighty at the five, I think I think Bazemore would be the perfect replacement for Ariza for the time being. But if they do have uh, uh, like DJ or DeAndre Jordan out there or Dwight out there at the five, I think the the like you were talking about matchups. I forgot. Who one of you were ta- was talking about matchups? I think that would really only work if you don't have a big on the other team that could pick and pop, um, because just defensively, DJ and Dwight like to drop coverage, and they're they're not great at closing out to the perimeter. I think Dwight is better than 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 DeAndre Jordan, but um, I think they're better at the drop coverage sort of defense um, when they're guarding a traditional big, <clears throat> and that's like really. Also, Vogel's bread and butter in terms of defense, um, de- defensive scheme. So, um, hopefully, it'll be dependent on on the 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 matchups. But uh, knowing Vogel, I think he's trying. He's going to try and stick with with the a consistent starting f- uh, starting five, and that might, like I said, that might be eighty at the four. Yeah, um, I think that starting five will probably be um, pretty consistent, and then. Things will get changed up during the game according to to what they need. Um, I foresee uh, just like what you said in these against these teams that that play more small ball that maybe we won't use um, DJ and Dwight as much, and we switch up to kind of a smaller ball um, rotation. Uh, I definitely see Baysmore 
out there as one of those key defenders. Um, you know, you know, we we lost some some great defenders over uh, the off season in both Kuzma um, and um, the White Mamba. You know, so uh, he's definitely going to be needed, and I think he'll be a solid part of that that bench rotation. Um, but yeah, you know, we'll see. I I think we'll we've got our options anyway. You know, we we've got definitely the bigs to play big ball, and um, we've got some of those smaller uh, wing defenders that can go out there. Um, it'll definitely be better once we get Trevor Ariza back. I've always loved his level of defense as well. Um, but I I think we've we've got our bases pretty well covered. Yeah, so this might be a weird take, right? But Sean D. Brown. Sean D. Brown, right? He is a defensive-minded player, a defensive-minded guy. So for the eight weeks, right, why not slot a two-way player in there? You know, good build, you know, strong body, physical, strong, athletic, quick, um, remember uh, during summer league when he destroyed his sneakers guarding someone? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he went full Zion, right? And, you know, his sneaker explodes and he gets back up and he keeps guarding the person. Yeah, I, I know. I know it's crazy. But that's the type of player you need in the starting lineup. That's the type of player you need guarding people at the perimeter. Or so can, I, I don't can know. he rebound? I don't remember. Oh, he can, I mean, he can jump. Obviously, can yeah. 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 But but here, here's the thing. You don't want Shandy rebounding. You want Re- LeBron or Russell Westbrook rebounding. And you want Shandy running the, the floor. For you the just trans- want that help. You just want that help. I, I just want the defense. I just want a point of like a point defender. But but put Reeves in there then, the hillbilly Kobe. It, either one. Either one. I want defense. But. Listen, I, I kind of go back a little bit, right? Um, with AD, right? The West has a sizable, like, a plethora of mobile centers, right? You think think Jokic, Cat, Gobert, Aiton. Then don't forget, you know, you got Valanchunas and um, uh, Mavericks. Oh, Porzingis, right? There's a ton of good starting centers in the West. The question is, if you're Frank Vogel, how comfortable are you with Anthony Davis, who was sidelined most of last year due to injury, banging the low post with those guys on a nightly slash, you know, weekly basis, right? Those matchups and where they stand during the course of the season will really determine whether AD starts at the four or five on a nightly basis. Because you don't want, say, for example, you know, you're, you're playing Jokic one game and you're starting AD. And then next game, right? Maybe it's a back-to-back. You're playing against like Gobert or Aiton. Like you don't want that. So I think I think he's just gonna play it by ear until we get the the lineup set. Yeah, man. I, I it's gonna be interesting. These uh, especially uh, what he does here now with the Ariza news out. What he does here um in these next few preseason games the remaining few that we have uh, and sort of this the the lineups and the rotations that he puts out to try and test this out before the regular season starts um i'm curious to see who he picks um and what he what what uh what lineup 
you know, the style of lineup we're going to, we're going to have, is it going to be the two big or is it going to be AD at the five? So I'm, I'm curious to see all of that, but guys, um, I think that does it for today. Guys, you can catch us on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and many other listening platforms. Do us a favor and head on over to Apple Podcast, subscribe, and give us a five-star review. We'd appreciate the follows and all the reviews. It'll help us continue to produce this show. You can also follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod and on Instagram at hashtag Lakers. Guys, with that said, have a great day. Root for the Lakers, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.